This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Well, go check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer and today I am so excited to be joined by somebody who I feel like it's a long time coming to have on this podcast. You know her from her hilarious Housewives impressions. And of course, she is the host of Reality Checked on Radio Andy with Sirius XM. Please welcome Amy Phillips. Hi, Amy. Hello. Hello. Hello, Dylan. Thank you so much for having me. I've had the pleasure of you being on my show. So I'm so excited that I get to be um, in your Hamptons, in, in, in your house, in your Berkshires, wherever we are. I'm flattered that you think I might be in the Hamptons right now, <laughs> because I certainly am not. <laughs> are you in the Marlowe Hamptons? Because that's just as good. Um, I I I might be in the Marlowe Hamptons. I, I feel like Marlowe <laughs> has been really... Uh, really out there in the press the last couple of weeks. She's been stirring it up and she Man. she has that peach and she's not going to let it go now. God, God bless her for that. I mean, I haven't laughed so like I've laughed so hard at the just her lines in general on that show lately, like belly laughter. It's a gift. She yeah, she's one of those people where obviously we've known about her and enjoyed her for so many years. But this year with her being full time on the show, we really are getting a a new experience of Marlo. And that's it's kind of refreshing. It really is. I mean, when she clapped back with when Drew's like, oh, my the website must have crashed. And Marlo was like, oh, so many people on the website. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, These the so women much. of this cast collectively trying to figure out what the hell is happening with Drop It with Drew <laughs> is just she's not doing herself any favors when when they you know when they do when the editors do that thing of like fading in and out of her still talking about you know there's the camps and there's <laughs> yes. the programs and the recipes the and all this stuff and right. the, yes yes yes, <laughs> right. yes 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 when it's like you know that she was talking for like at least two consecutive minutes of something that right. should have been a 30 second elevator pitch and right. it's like i don't and they make it look like she was talking for 35 minutes because the way that the, <laughs> it's so good but i i could talk about drop it with drew all day long ev- all day every day i can't get enough of saying drop it with drew i can't get enough of trying to figure out what drop it with drew is i love it i love this journey that we're all on together and i think that maybe in the future i think it i think it's really good for drop it with drew because she's really putting the name out there and then you know, there's always bumps in the road when you first start a business. So when it does do well, we'll look back on this and be like, look where you were then. Right. When Drop It With Drew hits unicorn status, you know, that billion dollar valuation, we will have been here <laughs> on the ground floor. <laughs> That's right. When she's ringing the bell in Wall Street, we're going to we're going to be like, we we knew you went. It really is reminiscent to me of uh, Dr. Jackie's Fit is the New It, which then got rebranded <laughs> as Fitney. And, you know, there's Fitney Field Day. We've got Drop It With Drew 
boot a boot camp. I don't know if that's what you would call it, but right, you know, yeah. a lot of these Atlanta-based weight loss programs just <laughs> they're catchy names. They're catchy names. I'll give them that. Unbelievable. And then Unreal. it's it is funny because we're trying to get to the bottom of Drop It with Drew, and then we're introduced to Mommy Nation, which. Is similarly confounding to me. Confusing. I mean, 800 blogs on one platform? I'm so confused. 800? Is that, that was the number that was put out there. So I am thoroughly confused. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of hypocrisy with um, Sonia coming after Drew when she's sitting here and I'm I'm thoroughly, I don't know what's going on with this Mommy Nation thing. As a mother, would you be more likely to invest in Mommy Nation or not for lazy moms? <laughs> <laughs> not for lazy moms, only because it was there first and it's just a, it's, wait, what is it? Okay, hold on. I was gonna say it's just a podcast, but now I'm like, no, wait, it's, it's it's more than that. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna go with mo- I'm gonna I'm gonna go with not for lazy moms. Not for I lazy am. moms was always a a strange one because even when she was on Real Housewives of Potomac, she's talking about it's a podcast, and then you go to the feed, and the last episode would be from like nine months ago, and then just mm. recently I watched the mm-hmm. I had a uh, Carlos King on the podcast a few weeks ago, and oh. I had watched the first couple episodes of. Um, Love and Marriage DC, his new show that yes. Monique is on. And she's still talking about the podcast. And I'm going and look, I'm, oh, really? okay, let me see how the Spotify is doing. There hasn't okay. been a new episode since like <gasps> six Stop months it. ago. Are you serious? Okay. I'm going to circle back and I'm going to answer your question differently. I'm going to have to go with, um, I'm going to have to go with Sonia's and like, platform, as, Mommy Nation. As two people, you and I, who spend a lot of time speaking into a microphone, it's hard work, mm-hmm. but you know. If, if that's not. your hustle, you got to be hustling. <laughs> right. I mean, look, it's not that big of a deal. And if, if you're, you're going on your way on these shows to promote that you talk into a microphone, then you better have the content available. Right. Oh, boy. At least with, T'Challa. you know, mm-hmm. headed back to Atlanta with She by Sheree, it seems we're finally going to get some kind of product this season. So. <laughs> yes. And you know what? Um, I... I swear, I I kind of like when the whole fitness thing came up with Drop It With Drew and Sheree is just like, I basically like I walk the walk kind of thing. Um, And I just it just makes me realize, wow, I mean, Sheree has been fit for so many years and she just like that is the program that I would want to sign up for is Sheree. But she never pivoted into that platform, which is strange. Is Do you think it's because like Kenya and Phaedra were doing something with that at that around that time? It is so wild to think about the like donkey booty versus stallion booty stallion. debacle of whatever year <laughs> Which that was. Which one would you do? Which one? I got to know. I got to um, know. You have to have a favorite. Oh, God. I mean, I think I feel like I would rather listen to Phaedra walk me through a workout just because I think it would be funnier. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But on, it would be funnier. You're in right. terms of like getting the booty, I would probably go for for Kenya. I don't. I don't you know. You speak the truth. You speak real truth. Also, I were we getting Apollo with that donkey booty booty workout video? Because if we're getting uh, Apollo with that, I mean, you can't deny getting in with that. <laughs> like, but it is know. kind of wild that Sheree has now gone through two cycles of fitness product <laughs> storylines on Real Housewives of Atlanta, and she's never even dipped her toes in. But you know, we're now yes, whatever twelve years into she by Sheree manifesting into whatever it's going to be full circle apollo yeah this week she finally did say she was like 
I'm not going to focus on Tyrone. I'm going to focus on She by Sheree. And it's like, go for it. Shoot for the stars. Slow clap. It's like, well, it took you this long to decide to focus on She by... Why didn't you do it a lot? You could have done it at the same time. I mean, he was incarcerated. You had a little time on your hands. Right. Like everybody... I mean, people get, you know, joggers made for like a bachelorette party with a slogan on the side. Like you can... I mean, you can do truly. it. I mean, what are we launching this week? Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. We, you know, it is. It's always funny. <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I want to talk a little bit about you and your housewives impressions that are so iconic in the Bravo universe. Well, you know, I like to show up to work because I gotta work. I gotta work, Dylan. I gotta be at Betches. I gotta talk about it. I gotta do whatever it takes. It Sorry, just just wetting the palate. <laughs> what was your like? How did this first become something that was that you felt like was worth exploring? Oh, well, I had always been doing impressions, and I was always in like comedy. You and I talked about a theatrical background, both of us, mm-hmm. right? You have, don't you have a musical theater background? I do have a, do have a, I have a BFA theater? in musical theater. Yes. Okay, right. Of course. So you know what's up. So um, I I acting conservatory, like the whole thing, improv blah, 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 Second City. So I was always improv, sketch. I did dabbled a little bit in stand-up, but that really wasn't my my thing. Um, but I was always doing that. And then um, in the world of YouTube, I started to just put celebrity impressions out there in the hopes to be on a sketch show one day and, and, and really just following what I like to do and what I felt like is my niche, which is like impersonation. So I was always leaning hard into that space. And um, so while putting together reels upon reels of whatever, I, I stumbled during that time, um, Rachel Zoe project was on. Mm. So I just sprinkled in a Rachel Zoe video here and there. And I and she was like sort of my first foray into the Bravo sphere because she's nuts. And I just fell in love with her as a character. So um, from there, I fell into The Real Housewives of New York. That was really my first Housewives show. I never tuned into OC, 
Um, it never just it just never came across my <laughs> uh, my world. And I fell in love with Ramona Singer, who's like, oh, my God. Um, and I just immediately was like, oh, she lives inside of me. All I have to say is Pina Grigio. So it wasn't anything I had to really work on. I was like, oh, I, that's me. You know, I can do that. So I did like a Rachel Zoe video. I did a Ramona Singer video. And through like connecting with Watch What Happens Live, they had seen these videos and said, can we play them on our show? And I was like, oh, my God, like, of course. And Watch What Happens Live had just started for the most part. Like they were really was like one of their first. It was their first year. Um, and then. Once I started doing more and more, I was like, I'm going to just keep pushing into this space because I continued to watch The Real Housewives. And I was like, there's just no better female characters ever anywhere at all. Like, I mean, I I wanted to explore that space more. So I just continued to do that. And then I continued this relationship with Watch What Happens Live and Andy Cohen and um, just continued to do impression after impression. And I was like, well, I won't stop until I don't have any left in me. And here we are like all these years later. I don't know if they're any good anymore, but whatever. I just keep I keep doing them. I keep trying to learn more. And um, and now I I have a show on Andy Cohn's channel, um, which you had mentioned earlier. And I get to recap just like you and, and do impressions every day. Talk about the shows. Listen to people call in and recap and have fabulous guests on like you. And um, it's pretty awesome. It really is wild going back all of those years, there wasn't that kind of like yeah. fan infrastructure around Bravo. And so you really have been kind of like b- there all this time is now there's so many Instagram accounts and podcasts and merch and all of this stuff. And it really has turned into this whole like industry of housewives fandom. Yeah. It's weird because um, when I did Danny Pellegrino's podcast, um, he was like, you were really one of the first to monetize in this field or in this uh, area, I should say. And I was like, oh, really? I didn't even think about it that way. And I was like, that is such a good point because it really was very, very early on. It was be- obviously, like you said, before Instagram. And I mean, I don't I don't want to talk about how old I am. But I mean, look, you could probably be my child. So, yes, I was I was there in the prehistoric era of, of, of trying to make something out of what we're watching on TV. And um and and truly, it is incredible to watch these accounts just be born and grow and grow and grow and like become what they are because it is such an incredible. Um, everything needs to be satirized, you know, parodied, memed, commented on, and like there really can't be enough expressive voices for what we're watching because you always get a unique take, you always get a funny take, you always get an interesting take. And I, I've i really enjoyed watching watching that be birthed, uh, you know, <laughs> and I, I and being a part of it is incredible. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's wild. It is wild. Yeah. It was like a long time ago, too. <laughs> and of course, like, we're still always getting first of all, new content from these people that we've been watching for so long, like Ramona yeah. and Vicky. And, you know, Vicky's going to be back on Peacock this week. But then you also mm-hmm. have new characters all the time that they're introducing us to, like Salt Lake in the last couple of years. And now we have Dubai. Yeah. And, you know, who knows what they're going to do next. But it is like, right. it's like a never ending, like fountain of material. And it is wild. Did you? Because I thought I did not think that this would continue on and on and on and on. I mean, I thought, you know, we've got we've got Atlanta, we've got New York, we've got Beverly Hills, etc. 
So when like Potomac came out, it's like, oh my God, like this isn't going to stop. This is, and this is amazing. Dallas was pretty good, you know, and I really enjoyed the first several seasons of Dallas. Mm-hmm. I really loved it. I loved the charity angle of it. I loved Leanne. And, um, and then Potomac just soared. And then, of course, then we got Salt Lake City, which was fucking bonkers. I don't say bananas, but bonkers and uh, has continued to escalate quickly. So um, and then now, of course, it continues. We've got Dubai. And yeah. And then now we've got the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip where you're now bringing them all together and the world's like they're, they're crossing the streams. And and it doesn't seem like it's the wrong time to do it. It seems like the right time. Do you think? Because yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think there was that quote that Andy had given several years ago, I think, where he had said, you know, like, when Housewives yeah. is running out of steam, we'll put them on an <laughs> island and film <laughs> right, it. Right, right, right. And I think Jump that the shark, at the time, I mean, the the entertainment industry and how we watch TV and consume content has changed so much just in the last few years that it's like mm-hmm. something like Peacock, It's it that existing means there's money to do this stuff there's a platform mm-hmm. for it to be consumed and i think people just have an appetite for that and it's not like yeah it doesn't feel like it's like a dilution of the thing we like it's like a new possibility kind of i completely agree and when he made that statement way back when i completely agreed with that because it didn't seem like the right it wasn't the time in the place <laughs> you know but now like you said with another platform being peacock it does lend itself to, you know, opening up a world where it's, it's kind of a surreal world in a way um, where you can kind of it's like a weird, um, I don't know, video game world in a sense, like Roblox to take the <laughs> words out of my daughter's mouth. <laughs> um, but it's like you can kind of go in this virtual space and kind of be like, oh, anything can happen here and it doesn't feel too much too soon. And like, let's mix up the potion. Let's throw you know, we've got Vicky and, and Dorinda fighting like dogs on on Instagram or like on social media and you're going, oh my God, did I, did we ask for this? We did. Did we want this? Yes, we did. Okay, I guess I'll embrace this. It feels uncomfortable at times because I'm kind of like, oh no, I don't want two treasures arguing, you know, from different cities. But at the same time, here we are. We, that's, we got what we, we asked for. Yeah, they put out they put out a clip from Girls Trip a couple of weeks ago that's um, mm-hmm. Brandy and Taylor like yelling at each other across the table. And it's, it's just so wild because they were on the same show together like 10 years ago. <laughs> right. And right. so it's not it mm-hmm. shouldn't feel so wild to see them, you know, together on TV. But it's like this would never be happening. They were never coming back to Beverly Hills as like mm. cast members. So to see them right. now in this different environment where they're being like sort of artificially put back together again, it's like, oh, this is. <laughs> This is strange. And yeah. I think I want to see more. It's a little sick and twisted, but you know, that's sorry, that's me. <laughs> I mean, that's what we want. Do you have like a wish list of people that you want to see on a girls' trip or back on Bravo in some capacity? Like are there people that you just miss? I think Brandy being on Girls Trip feels right because I do think that she comes to play hard and I do feel like reality television is her calling. Like she was really built for it. So I do feel happy that she's back um, in that capacity. Phaedra, I think I I like her being back on Girls Trip because I couldn't see her coming back to Atlanta um, because we'd lose candy and I and I don't want to lose candy. 
Um, and I know that, that that friendship is just never going to mend. And I and I understand. Like, I think back to those times when that all happened between she and Candy and, um, and Portia being a part of it, too. But um, it's just devastating. Like, it's devastating that that was the end of, of, of Phaedra, you know, um, unfortunately. <laughs> so I kind of like that she's in a different world outside of Atlanta because then we do get to get the vibe of Phaedra, but outside of the baggage that Atlanta would bring. And so those would be my two. Brandy and Phaedra really would be my two. How about you? Yeah, I'm very excited. I, like you said, with with Atlanta and the idea of Phaedra coming back, because obviously people are always floating that idea and, you know, thinking about what that would mean. It's never really felt like a like a real thing that's been super on the table, but this kind mm-hmm. of allows them to compartmentalize it and like maybe Mm -hmm. it opens the door for something else maybe it doesn't but at the very least we'll have seven or eight highly entertaining (laughs) episodes (laughs) right right (laughs) i do i mean phaedra was saying on uh the wendy williams show a couple weeks ago that she is looking to buy a home in dubai so are you serious yes she so she is like gonna make an appearance on this season because she's friends with caroline brooks but she said Michael Rappaport was guest hosting and she told him that she has a company in Dubai that sells sea moss um, and like Come a again? tech. She uh, says she has a sea moss business and a tech business in Dubai. <laughs> okay. And so she's okay. there regularly and is going to buy a home there. And so I'm like, okay, so what you're saying is you want to be on Real Housewives of right. Dubai. Right. That's that's what it is. She knows. She's not stupid. She's an attorney. She did uh, what is it? Fu- funeral services called. Mortician. When, mort- thank you. And now CMOS and uh, this is this checks out for Dubai because when those these ladies explain like their list of things, they're like, I was in fashion for twenty years, and now I own. In you know, now I'm in tech, and I also have a pastry company. It's like what? I mean, it's they they are really all across <laughs> the board. It doesn't really fully make sense. Um, so that actually, oh my God, that is the long game. Right. That is what's, ha- you. We, that is what's going to happen. Okay. Wow. I, my mind is blown right now. Okay. <laughs> and what about the kids? The kids? How are they going to do? Sarah was talking on mm-hmm. Dubai last week about, yeah, she was the one who had like the fashion brand and then she like sold it all and now she does tech yeah. and she is, a, I still don't know how she's a doctor. Like that's still a mystery to me. Well, I was told someone DM'd me and said that she was given an honorary doctorate and she's not a real doctor. So, yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but somebody told me that. That feels right. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) I can help tutor her if she wants to be a doctor because Tom used to go to medical school and he used to grade all the tests. Oh, my God. When Erica said that Tom used to grade the bar exam. <laughs> I died. Everyone's like, gulp. Oh, not the time or the play. We don't want to bring it up. My first reaction was, why couldn't she, why couldn't he help out Shane Simpson? You know, just like bump up his <laughs> to yes. the top of the pile. Now that there we go. <laughs> or well, I mean, if she well, it's too late because he did pass. But it would have been nice if Erica could have tutored him then. A little cross. Exactly. You know, you uh, you do something <laughs> for me, I'll do something for you. <laughs> 
Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Dubai is really this, it's this like strange new world of housewives. And you're right, I don't really know what anybody does or where the money comes from. Caroline Stanbury even will Mm -hmm. talk about working. And I'm like, I don't really know. Yeah. What that means for you. Because <laughs> right. on Ladies of London, she had that yes. like gifting company or something that was going under. Yep. But like I'm not <laughs> I'm not personally aware of like a business of hers right now, other than like doing like sponsored posts for the skincare place. Cosme Surge. Is there a worse <laughs> name for a company than that? I mean, how pissed is she? Please change the name. I pr- I will not do ads for the... All right, how much are you going to pay me? No problem. Calls may search. I mean, I'm just like, this is the worst name I've ever heard. Um, I don't know what she does. I agree. Sarah, I'm very skeptical of. First of all, I don't believe the doctorate. The bankruptcies really concern me, even though I know their business. But that's a lot of bankruptcies. It's a lot of companies. It's like the, the plastic surgery, loved her before. I mean, she's beautiful. But the before picture... I was like, love. After picture, you know, I'm not always such a huge fan. Like, again, do what you got to do. Women supporting women, okay? Don't get me wrong. But I like when I see a before picture of someone and I'm like, why did you do that to yourself? It just kind of pisses me off because like we don't appreciate our beauty, you know, as much as I feel like we shouldn't. It just is. It annoys me. So, yeah. But everyone there is gorgeous. Everyone's gorgeous. And then... I also noticed a couple episodes ago, Nina Ali, I think, said that her husband had invested all of their money in crypto, which is oh. just a little concerning. But oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> I've, I've heard of people like selling their four hundred thousand dollar house and then investing the entire thing in it. I just, you know, that that makes me nervous. And I don't know, I don't know nearly yeah. enough about crypto to speak authoritatively, but it just it just mm-hmm. doesn't uh doesn't uh doesn't sit well with me. Well, 
I'm not as I am a risk taker with my life choices, not like my money. You know what I mean? So I just can't imagine just going fully all in on something like I just can't. It's like save put a lot in. okay? save a little for yourself just in case. Maybe that's why they had to move out of uh, the Burj Khalifa because we hear about that like 15 times. That's right. I wonder. Yeah, but (laughs) get a reason. I'm like, is it because there's no sewer system in Dubai. You know there's no sewer system in Dubai, right? Because the poop trucks. Oh, oh God. They have poop trucks line up. Yeah. Do a little Dylan, (laughs) do a little search on this and you're gonna, you're not gonna thank me. But (laughs) I do think that they are building a sewer system now. I think they started like maybe a couple years ago, but I don't think it's finished yet. But in the city of Dubai, they don't have a sewer system. And so in these big buildings like that, the Burj Khalifa, 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 and others, you know, they line, they get the poop trucks and then they all line up and then take the poop out into the It's desert. like every bathroom is like an airplane bathroom. <laughs> just go, totally. it just goes somewhere. That's exactly, yeah. <laughs> They're like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> wow. You, I'm really learning, I'm really learning new things here talking about Dubai. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, man. I It's fascinating. What do you, what do you think of it? Like, what are your thoughts? I'm curious. I've been enjoying it. I think with a new franchise, Obviously, I think social media has made people really quick to judge and just like everybody wants to have, you know, like the hot take and the opinion. And I I get that and I do mm-hmm. it, too. But I've seen some people that have been really quick to be like, it's boring. Uh-uh. I don't I can't get into yes, it. And I'm like, I have noticed that, too. Yeah. I, yes. I feel like there are certain things about it that I really like and there mm-hmm. are certain things about it that I'm a little unsure still. But overall, it's like. I think they did a great job with casting. It seems like a really mm. entertaining, fresh group of women. I think people like Chanel Ayan and Caroline Brooks obviously mm. are playing so the good. game of housewives. And I love to see that. Um, yeah. I Surprisingly, I think the, the Caroline Stanbury seems to be like a little bit out of step almost. And I think that's been surprising to see. I agree. I think she's going to be more of a slow burn because I here's what I appreciate about her is that she's not coming in as the housewives say guns are blazing. You know what I mean? She is withholding. She's somewhat holding back. She's she's staying true to being somewhat organic, but she has her or, organic bitch side, which I see coming out, which I love that she didn't go to the fashion show. And she's just like, mm, what was I doing that day? Mm, let me think like it, which we'll see next week. But I do appreciate the fact that she's not coming in thinking like I'm the kingpin of this franchise here and I need to like show up, show out. I need to like overstep everyone. I need to start corals, if you will. I need to start a feud. I need I like that she's kind of letting doing her and letting other people shine and being and just being a cast member because that's the that is the success of a city when you don't have people constantly fighting to be you know the peach holder or what you know the star holder whatever pile of money holder as it is in dubai (laughs) (laughs) the gold holder (laughs) the poop holder um 
Gross. Uh, so I kind of really like that. And I, I agree it was surprising because it's like, huh, are you snooze fast? Okay, but you're not. We know you're not. We know that you're going to be playing this game, but I think that you're playing it smart. Like you're not overdoing it. You're not forcing it. Um, and I think like I agree with you 100 percent. The casting is phenomenal. The um, every person has their own real true substantial story like i love the fact that we already got to see an extremely professional photo shoot of a real model like this isn't a fake model who's trying to get into the modeling business she's already a you know she has proven herself she's been working in this field for so long we have someone who mina Rowe. it is a fashion company that has already existed that has obviously made done well and it's a real fashion show it's not and she actually knows when the collection is going to come out it will come out in march for spring summer so like we have actual stuff happening like it's solidified in her hands now the fashions itself i was a little disappointed oh okay i i mean <laughs> i like the maternity here's what it is i like the maternity okay but the everyday wear which she's you know kind of transitioning into i was kind of not blown away i was like this is extremely Basak. I was like, it's a little bit, I don't know. I was like, oh no, it's not ready yet. It's not ready for runway. But that's okay. You hate it because it's basic. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. It's like everybody really has their own stuff going on. And I think some of the some of the friendships within the cast feel like they have existed prior to cameras being there. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, you have yeah. Nina and Caroline Stanbury, who can't oh, say enough how much God. they couldn't stand each other until just recently. Funny how that works out. <laughs> I don't ever want them to stop talking about how much they used to not like each other. I don't know why that amuses me so much, but I just love that, that Nina's just like, yeah, I never wanted to give you a chance. And Caroline's like, I absolutely fucking couldn't stand your face. Your face is boring. You, you know, like, I, they, I just want them to go deeper into how much they couldn't stand each other and didn't want to give each other a chance because it's so hilarious because you're right it, it's like okay so for this show they made a choice to be allies and i can respect that um and it is interesting that nina made a huge pivot into that considering that people are questioning her about how she used to talk about caroline so i i kind of like that change right before the show started it is fast right and that they like their story now is that they really have come to be friends but like they're right. still gonna talk about <laughs> the before times and it's like Okay, like I know how we we know how that works. It's very like Sonia and Drew, where it's like we've been friends for a while, which means we got lunch twice. Right when we were talking about doing this show, hired. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it feels like to me, it feels like Lisa and Ayan have sort of a real friendship going on. At yeah, least, you know, a little bit, and then Caroline Brooks yes. seems to have sort of more of a love hate relationship with. A bunch of these women which is kind of exciting because mm. you don't know where mm -hmm. she's gonna land eventually mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. but yeah no i mean the 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 casting i think is strong it sucks for nina that she's been labeled as boring by i think pretty much everyone in the cast already <laughs> <laughs> i know it is kind of funny hey look that's fine by me i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna call out someone for just being boring that's okay because that's gonna try that's probably gonna catapult her into acting crazy <laughs> to prove that she's not boring. So it might be a win-win. I don't know. What did you think about them going back to the same hotel that the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills went to when they went on their trip to Dubai? Oh, well, you know, let's just say I still wouldn't want to be in that suite where the divers can just come up and knock on the window anytime. 
you know what? And I and I hopefully you, you won't judge me for using this world, but word. But um, I felt violated. I mean, I felt violated. Uh, and I I thought it was dark. It's, I thought it was dark. I'm just gonna say it. It's problematic. <laughs> it's you know. <laughs> It, it, oh. it did take away from like the Dubai experience because I'm like, we already saw it. We already saw it. So it's not that exciting. They're Sorry. like, this suite is so crazy. It's so right. exclusive. You have to book it three months in advance. <laughs> three months. Right. I'm like, that's so not that big of a deal. Three months. That's normal. There's only one of these suites in the entire world. And guess what? Eileen <laughs> Davidson already stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just laugh so hard. I think it's uh, my headphones. Okay. I miss Eileen. Uh, anytime we get an Eileen mm. flashback is a good moment for me. Mm. I just want an apology, Lisa. <laughs> I love her. I know. She's so... So when I narrated the book on Not All Diamonds and Rosé. Yes. Um, by Dave Quinn. Our friend Dave Quinn, I yeah. got to do Eileen Davidson's voice again. And I just like... That was literally one of the highlights of reading that book. Because I just like really love embodying her. It feels so relaxing to be her. Like her voice is so soothing to me. Um, and she... She does so well when there's chaos going around because she's a perfect juxtaposition to chaos. Like, so steadfast. We love Eileen. Yeah, Eileen feels like, it's it's wild because it feels like Beverly Hills has gone through these sort of like phases of life and now we're in this like post, post Vanderpump era mm-hmm. of Rinna and Kyle and Erica sort of, running the show, I guess. And, you know, now we've had Sutton and Garcelle kind of like this come up as this new sort of like power team, I guess. And Mm -hmm. I'm curious where you feel right now, like people like Crystal and Diana, the the newbies in the cast, where do you feel like they fit in, in terms of the overall show? Um, Well, I think that they need to shoehorn themselves in a little better at this point. I I, I feel like... Well, after the whole Diana thing this week, that was just so awful and so disappointing. And I was like, really? Like, this is what's going to happen now? Well, this sucks. Like, it's just like, can we not, can we get a housewife that's just like not going to be problematic? (laughs) Like, just for a little, like ever again? Like, is that ever going to (laughs) happen? At least we didn't know about Jenny Wynn's Facebook post until the end of the season. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Blessings in disguise. (laughs) Hashtag blessed. So, I mean, yeah, because now we're going to just like watch this whole season with this whole thing, you know, in our rear view or really in our side view. And it's just it's just a bummer because I was really enjoying Diana. I was like, I like this Yolanda vibe. I like this Zsa Zsa Gabor thing. I like she seems like she should have been a housewife a long time ago. And I don't know why she wasn't, because it seems like she was probably ready to be on the show. I don't know why she wasn't on the show, but I don't know. It's weird to me that it took this long to get her cast. Like, she has so much money. She's all the connections. So that just strikes me as strange. Um, And the Crystal thing, I mean, I don't know. I... I didn't really I, I thought her first season was good. Like I I mean I had no problem with her. I thought that it was great. I mean, I I liked how there were certain arguments that we couldn't really sift through very well and then, but we got to the end of it and I love that Sutton and Crystal came to an understanding and then coming into the season were pals. And I was like, this is really cool. Like this is kind of why I really like Housewives. Is it like we can work through our issues together, we can hear each other, we can see each other and we can move on and like 
start afresh. And so I kind of was excited for that. Seeing where it's going now, it's like, okay. But everyone's kind of showing up to play, and I do appreciate that. Um, it seems like Crystal's backing down, I think, but I, I'm not quite sure. I, I, I know that there are different opinions out there. I'm not sure what's going on with her. If she's backing down, if she's not, if she's afraid to like stand up to these ladies, or if she is genuinely like acquiescing because she feels like she doesn't want to share anything other than what she shared. I, I'm not sure. How, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, it is just such a it's such an odd situation because it feels like multiple layers of things that haven't happened on camera or at least we're not seeing kind of all of the background of what Sutton may have said or what was happening, mm-hmm. you know, with, all, you know, just like there's a lot of noise outside of what we've seen on the show. And mm-hmm. I think Crystal, like she seems like somebody and I I don't mean this in a negative way, but I think she is pretty calculated with how she uses her words and what she brings up. And I think she just is. She she's thinks, really manipulative. She's just not being honest. She's manipulative. She's not honest. Okay. She yeah. just it's like she thinks through things. And I think with mm-hmm. this bringing up what Sutton may have said in Lake Tahoe last year, I think she just kind of miscalculated a little bit how this would reverberate throughout the group and how it would you know, moving forward, what would happen? And I think now she's mm. kind of trying to maybe like, you know, put the Clean lid up back on, the on back end. Pandora's box gotcha. a little bit that it's like, no, 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 I didn't want this to be a whole thing of like, now we think Sutton's problematic. I just like, I needed to you play that card yeah. in the moment. And uh-huh. it's tough because like, obviously as viewers, people are looking over these shows now with a fine tooth comb and, try, you know, pulling out, the every piece of footage that we've ever seen and you know mm-hmm. all this other like social media chatter and all that stuff but like i think when it comes down to it crystal doesn't really want to be like the center of attention in the way that she has mm-hmm. been the last couple episodes like she's mm-hmm. i think that's maybe why she was so emotional last week when she was when Erica was like coaching her to hate Sutton, basically. <laughs> that was unbelievable. I loved that. I think like <laughs> Crystal is like just having, it's just like a little too much for her. Like she's like, mm-hmm. I didn't want, I don't hate Sutton. Like I don't want it to be this whole thing. Like I just like feel bad about how this is happening. And then you have Erica in your ear be like, don't you think she's the worst? Don't you think she fucking sucks? <laughs> Say it. She called you a liar, baby. Hey, baby. She called you a liar. You gonna stand up for yourself? Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying, and like there was a lot to read in between the lines there when she was crying on the beach because she she was like saying, "I'm trying," and you're like, "Well, okay, I know that when you say that, you're not meaning you're trying with Sutton. It means you're trying on this show. You're trying to show up for this show." Like she was crying. I think she was crying for the stress of the show and being in the situation. And like you said, she doesn't want to be the, in the limelight or the center of it all. Um, and that's a, that's a tricky situation. I, I felt like Erica was pulling some LVP moves where she was trying to, uh, (laughs) you know, trying to get her to do something. But I, what I appreciated was that it was all on camera. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because clearly Erica's got a bone to pick with Sutton. (laughs) 100%. So it was like, she was going to get her to do something, but at least she was doing it in front of all of us. And I appreciate that. Right. She was, she was making an attempt at like a Bobby Fischer type of, uh, type of chess move. But (laughs) I think Erica's just playing like, she's playing checkers. Like she's not, (laughs) not, I mean like her goal, her Mm -hmm. objective is clear. 
All she wants to yeah. do is just it's like, like it's more like connect for it's not four. even checkers. <laughs> She's just connect rolling a bowling four. ball directly at Sutton. <laughs> <laughs> right. With bumpers on the side. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think last year when when Crystal and Sutton had their kind of first round of issues with each other, they mm-hmm. they somewhat fixed them, but then also the Erica stuff blew up. So for the rest of the season, nobody was really paying that much attention to what Sutton mm-hmm. and Crystal were doing with each other because there was an LA Times article that we had to be calling lawyers to that pick we had through. to but read. Now, we all had to read it. <laughs> but now it's like so far this season, there's not really any other like central conflict happening. We've decided that we're not really caring about Erica, I guess, in the group. And then yeah. Kathy Hilton hasn't made an appearance yet. So we're just kind of like biding our time. <laughs> right. You're right. That is so weird. I know. But and, you know, because we're like thinking, oh, well, you know, I wonder if we're going to be hanging on to this storyline for the rest of the season. But we know we're not because we're going to be moving on to Aspen. Right. And shit goes down there. Yeah, I think I think it's like Beverly Hills has had a tendency sometimes in recent seasons to really like harp on one thing for a year and a half. And I don't think this is going to be that. Mm-hmm. I think it's just these few episodes. It feels like sort of like we're going in circles, but I I, I think we'll move past it. I think I, I think we'll move past it. I, I also appreciate some of the levity that Erica and Rinna are bringing when they're FaceTiming with Kyle. And Kyle's like, what are you guys doing? Why aren't I down there? And then she's like, why was Crystal crying? What's going on? And Rinna's like, I don't know. She was just upset. She was just crying, crying, crying. We don't know why she's upset. I mean, and they're just laughing. And I'm like, OK, well, at least this is a little bit of levity in, in this darkness here. I know I was I had to laugh when Erica was like, well, I know she was crying for a long time because I had three margaritas (laughs) and she cried the whole time. (laughs) It is funny. You know, at the end of the day, then they're going to get into Erica like being, you know, drinking. You can you can't drink and take your Lexapro. You got to do one or the other, Erica. (laughs) Right. So we're going to get into that. Right. Lisa Rinna is going to roll in with her like pharmacy list of prescription drug instructions <laughs> right her little bag of drugs <laughs> you can like, take bl- this not that this and this with this but not that with this and that and then this with this but not that with this okay right and like this one you can drink with this one not on an empty stomach you know she, she has <laughs> right. like she has like the diagram you can't take this one and dance okay i learned that the hard way harry saw it <laughs> yeah it's gonna it's gonna be interesting well, I'm sure it'll be a great time, and I'm sure we'll have some fun impressions from you to look forward to. <laughs> we got to get Kathy back. <laughs> I know. We got to get Kath back in there, baby. Oh, my God. Kyle. I mean, <laughs> I didn't say anything problematic. What? Me? Huh? Yeah. I'm. Oh, God. God help it'll us. Be a, it'll be a fun ride. But, Amy, it has been such a pleasure having you on today. Thank Aww. you so much for joining me. Thank you. I adore you. Thank you. And please, will you please come do my show again? Of course. Of course. Okay, good. Uh, let everyone okay, know before we go where they can listen to your show and follow you and all that. My show is on Radio Andy, Sirius XM channel 102. And it's on Monday through Friday, 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific. And um, also, can I plug my cookbook? Of course. I have a cookbook I co-authored with Chef Stuart O'Keefe. It's a Real Housewives parody cookbook. It's called Cook It, Spill It, Throw It. And you can get it anywhere books are sold. 
It's a beautiful book, by the way. I love. Oh, thank I love you. The photography is everything. <laughs> you know, I love. A, I love a cookbook with pictures. I mean, right? It's like a lot of pictures for a cookbook, but you know what? We really went there. <laughs> that and uh, fancy AF cocktails are the holy grail. There you go. Yeah, you can pair them up, you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. And Amy, thank you so much. And thank you everyone thank for you. listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.